Hello there, fellow Earthlings. We are hosts Luke and Max, and today we're going to do podcast. Very it's good. going to be very good. Yes. Um, so today we're going to be talking about 1984 as a whole, and we're going to be talking about the symbolism within it. So throughout all three parts of the book, and so uh, we'll bring up a few examples of symbolism and kind of how it contributes to the story, the plot, the characters, um, stuff like that, and. Uh, so we'll jump right in. The first example we wanted to talk about was the glass paperweight with the little pink piece of coral in it. And um, the glass paperweight is first seen in part one when Winston is um, walking through the Pearl District. He stumbles upon um, Mr. Charrington's antique shop um, and he sees the, the glass paper. It's a pretty cluttered shop, but um, the paperweight stands out to Winston because it reminds him of a like childhood memory that he can't quite grasp um and so the paperweight right off the bat we you can tell it it represents um his desire winston's desire to be back in like a simpler time with no party and no big brother no oppression um it's something that he can't quite get but um after he finds the paperweight he, he feels like he's even closer and closer to that dream um it's but with that being the case, it's also fitting, it builds on the symbolism whenever um, he loses the paperweight. Whenever he he and um, Julia are found by the Thought Police and the paperweight shatters. And that's just kind of symbolic of how his dreams of um, rebellion and defeating the party are also shattered with that. Because then he's sent to the Ministry of Love and he uh, does not do too well in there. So... The glass paperweight's a perfect example of symbolism because it kind of has a, a a dual meaning behind it. Um, and then another, th there's actually really m more to it than that because he also notices that the coral is smaller than it actually looked when it was in the paperweight. Because um, when the coral's by on its own, that kind of symbolizes the dreams themselves because he realized they're not quite as, as attainable as he had once seen. They're kind of clouded by the sense of euphoria he was feeling with Julia and just being like somewhat free um, and like speaking out against the party and joining the brotherhood. Um, so that's yeah. kind of another point of symbolism. Yeah, Big Brother just really took his big perfect face and just slammed that mm -hmm. the, the glass paperweight with it and just yeah, shattered yeah. it to a thousand pieces. Or Winston. So our second uh, symbolism is Room 101. Mm -hmm. Room 101 kind of has this like principal's office slash at coach Riley's coach office. office like getting called down you know you're in trouble when you hear about it so room 101 is introduced in the climax of the novel and it's a torture chamber in the ministry of love mm -hmm. the party uses that room one room 101 to subject a prisoner to their own worst nightmare mm -hmm. and this they show them the worst nightmare to break down the resistance to questioning and the three-step process. Every citizen of Oceana who has betrayed Big Brother finds himself in Room 101, which is the final stage of accepting Big Brother. O'Brien, a mysterious and powerful member of the inner party, describes Room 101 as, You asked me once, what was in Room 101? I told you that you knew the answer already. Everyone knows it. The thing that is in room 101 is the worst thing in the world. Spooky. 
So Winston's room 101 contained large rats, which in the beginning of the book, we found out that he's very scared of. I thought it was going to be something scarier, like a mutated spider monster or something like that, but it's rats, which I guess makes sense. But these rats have been placed in a cage, and they've also been starved. So if they got released out of the cage, they are probably going to eat Winston. So Winston wasn't able to overcome and confront this fear. So he betrays Julia. So his fear was actually greater than his love for Julia. Mm-hmm. So he actually betrays her by asking asking O'Brien to give the rats to her. Winston finally breaks down and accepts Big Brother. Yeah, and so Room 101 in like the simplest terms just represents fear because, I mean, it's it's enough to make um, even someone as loyal as Winston is to Julia just break down and then put her through that instead. Um, and it's really that simple. You know, it like whenever, before the reader finds out what it is and O'Brien's being kind of serious and talking about, you know what's in Room 101, it's kind of just, like, even for the reader, it's kind of spooky, like, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and so that's that's a little more simple symbol within 1984, but that's our second example. So our third and final symbol is Big Brother. Big Daddy Big Brother. Big Brother. So Big Brother represents the totalitarian government of Oceania, which is controlled by the party and the members in it. Winston lo- learns in Goldstein's book that Big Brother is not a real person, but and is actually an invention of the party that functions as a focus point for the people's feeling of reverence and fear. Mm-hmm. So throughout London, Winston sees posters everywhere, literally everywhere. He probably has a poster with Big Brother. He probably has a pillow with a Big Brother poster like on a it. A throw pillow. Yeah, that's like... It's... The posters are everywhere. And so on the posters, it shows Big Brother's face, or face in quotation marks, and it has the words, Big Brother is watching you. So Big Brother is the face of the party, and the citizens are told that he's the leader of the nation, the head of the party. And when, But Winston can never like determine whether or not he actually exists. But anyways, the face of Big Brother symbolizes the party like publicly. He is a resurgence to most people, but he's also acts like a threat. He's like because of his constant gaze, he's just constantly like following you around and intimidating you. Mm-hmm. He also symbolizes the vagueness slash grayness in which the party of the the upper members of the party represent themselves. It's impossible to know who really rules Oceania, what the life is for the rulers and what how they actually act and what they do. But Winston thinks he remembers Big Brother emerged around 1960, but the party's official records date Big Brother's existence back to around 1930. Mm-hmm. So before, before that was, which was before Winston was born. But uh, Big Brother is a direct and literal symbol for the party. He's a constant reminder that people that the people are under surveillance. And the people are actually told that Big Brother's watching them, which is supposed to feel comforting, but uh, Obviously like a not. Big Brother hug or something like that. But no, it's like Big Brother stabbing you or something like that. It's just terrifying. Yeah. It's like someone following you around in like a scream mask. <laughs> but the name Big Brother, it kind of makes a family caring. Like, you know, like Big Brother's always there for me and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's the exact opposite. Yeah. Actually, the uh, 
kind of literary about it. Big Brother is a perfect example of doublethink. I'm pulling that one out. Mm. <laughs> doublethink is so this is like where two concepts are in opposition to each other, but are believed at the same time. So Big Brother's comforting, but he's also scary. So those are just doublethink. Yeah. 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 So Big Brother, like Room 101, is kind of fear, but he also, like, by representing uh, the party and the government, he kind of represents that fear. Because um, every citizen of Oceania, deep down inside, is scared of Big Brother because they know what will happen if they have too much to think. I'm scared of Big Brother right now. Yeah, me too. Could be watching us. Probably is. <laughs> um, but anyways, so um, it's pretty easy to see that um, symbolism is all throughout 1984. Um, so it spans throughout all three parts. Um, and and it, does, it has a variety of um, purposes. So Big Brother in Room 101 reinforced that kind of mysterious um, feel of the party and... Um, bad guys like O'Brien and um, so they kind of have that purpose and then the glass paperweight um, on the other hand represents Winston's kind last sliver of his dream of freedom and it also represents how easily he loses it um, and so without symbolism I feel like 1984 would be a lot more boring um, and it'd really lose a lot of that understanding because it's a pretty complicated read, but mm-hmm. the symbolism kind of helps. Cause once you understand what like the paperweight means and what all the, the party mechanisms mean, it's a little easier to see, um, you know, characters motives and just how the plot functions. But we, we, we actually have another like real life connection for big brother. That's go guardian. Cause <laughs> you never know when go guardians on and like someone like, uh, Mrs. Redmond's like watching your tabs and stuff. She's gonna close it's scary. them. Like it's just like not cool. Go Guardian is Big Brother. Like it, it could be all my work. Well, I'm at home watching YouTube on my Chromebook. Like maybe Go Guardian has like a function where it, it, they can turn off like the notifications, and so they can be watching us. We don't. Even y- yeah, you it. never know. Someone could you be watching know. me. We just kind of we didn't even really. For all did we, we know, something I don't remember. Uh, Miss Doby could be go guarding our Chromebooks right now, right and that would be just oh, insane. gotta close that tab. <laughs> oh no! So, anyways, that's the end of our podcast for today. That's actually the end of our podcast forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We love you guys. I love my listeners. <laughs> but I, thank you guys. I'm Luke. I'm Max. I'll see you later. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. Little brothers forever. Thank you.